0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack Podcast, where we talk about games. Here, you know, we download this week's gaming news, we bring it straight to you guys, like we do each and every week on uh, YouTube, Spotify, anywhere you can guys get your podcast. I'm your host Danzel, aka Black Ice, joined by my co-host each and every week. Starting with the gentleman to my right here, Mister uh, Crazy Hair, Manny, aka Goopmaster Flex. What's going on, bro?
1: Yeah, I woke up feeling spicy, so I had to keep the hair up like this. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. I
0: respect That's your it. Bob, yeah. <laughs> well, let me live, guys. I'm trying uh, my best. I lost my hair tie, and then we got the yeah. uh the opposite oh, hairstyle man, down low. What my hey. guy Chris? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. May 25th. What's going on, bro?
2: Chilling like a villain on penicillin, y'all. Same shit, different toilet. You know, we here about to talk about some games.
0: Talking God about damn. games, like we always do, guys. Oh, um, excuse me obviously we uh we weren't <clears throat> we didn't do an episode last week due to the uh the Easter holiday um but yeah, we definitely got uh a lot of random things happen Not, nothing nothing too big as far as news goes, but a lot of rumors um you know a couple announcements here and there, so we're gonna get into a couple of things, but before we do that, you know, as we always do, Chris, I'm gonna let you start us off with the ice of break off of course, hello, everybody. We
2: are back and we are back with another icebreaker this week. Quick, simple one. What is your favorite uh trilogy in gaming? So it, it could be something that has more than three games, but you know, obviously it started off with that initial three. So like uh for example, Uncharted, you know, that's a good example, right? They yeah, had that initial three that was like a good run and then they had another couple games after that, but it's a good answer right there if you wanted to choose it. So What is that like game or what is that uh trilogy that you think is like the best? And when that kinda goes together, the games flow together from one to two to three, all that kind of shit. That's what we're looking for. For me, um this is the whole reason why this even is a question this week is because I was having a conversation with one of my coworkers about gaming and stuff. We were talking about Elden Ring for a while. Um even though I, I I suck at the game, but talking about it for a while and it kind of led into a conversation about Mass Effect and I'm like, oh, yeah, bro. You know, if I really think about it, bro, this is probably my favorite trilogy ever, bro. Like, this... Think about it. Yep, that's my favorite trilogy ever, bro. That shit right there, hard, bro. That shit, what? And he's talking to me, he's like, I didn't like the game. And I was like, what?
0: <laughs>
2: what? It's, hold on, like, I... I know gaming is subjective and... You're not supposed to force your opinions on anybody else. You let people come to their own conclusions. What the fuck are you talking no, about, bro? That. <laughs> there's
0: Some games are just masterpieces. What, what are
2: you talking about, my dude? And he was like, nah, I just really didn't find anything I liked about the game.
0: That's wild.
2: And I'm telling them, I'm like, all right, I get it. Because when I first played Mass Effect, I didn't like the first couple minutes of my playthrough either. Especially because uh, I didn't really quite understand how to use my my co co-stars that they kind of give you and uh i hated driving the rover to get the resources on the planet that shit was trash it took me a while to get around though after that and i finally got my groove going bro i said hey yo this dude shat this is my dude and i'm telling them i'm like yo you know everybody talks about master chief and they like they talk about him in a great way and it ain't no disrespect to my guy master chief but if i gotta pick a space dude to put on my chips i'm going with shat man that's my dude This dude fought the Reapers. You know what I'm saying? That's my dude, man. Oh no, man.
0: That's my uh, guy, bro. That's my dude. Spoiler alert. You know, Shep died. (laughs) I (laughs) I finished the game.
2: No, yo, you you had to do that, man. Why you? I was on a roll. I was on a (laughs) roll.
0: Come on, I'm just man. saying, you talk talking about Shep versus Chief. Chief's still alive, bro. <laughs> I understand. I'm just saying for me personally,
2: man, this dude Shep is my dude. And let me also get, say this, Black Ice. He died once before and they brought him back, right? Chief? He was all fucked up in part two and he they brought him back with the re-piecing him together and all that shit.
0: Oh, you talking about it, Shep. Okay.
2: Yeah, Shep. He did that. So let's just keep it 100. We all know Shep is a
0: Don't
2: act like he not coming back. You know he coming back. Come I mean, on, he di-
0: Hold up, wait. You just you just said he died twice. He died twice. Chief ain't never die. But he's immortal. <laughs> he's just saying.
1: Chief undefeated. He's coming back, baby. He's yeah, but when back. the world needed him, my boy was
0: sleeping. So no. <laughs> <laughs> that's not his fault, yo. They had to throw him out. You know. Yeah. Uh,
2: uh, all jokes aside, yeah, Mass facts. My answer. That, that's my shit, man.
0: Okay. I knew that was what she was gonna go with, though. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, great game. You know, I was finally able to dabble into this year when they came out with the collection. Not this year, last year actually. So, damn, it's crazy it's how time flies. It's about to be a year since it came out,
0: but yeah, definitely a great game. Absolutely, fantastic game. Um,
1: oh, your answer too, though. So let's let's hear. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's it's not my answer, and I'm kind of upset. You like when you said the examples and you brought it up a chart. I'm like, yeah, that's my answer. We can do that. <laughs>
0: Sorry, oh, that's a trying, great answer. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I love the trilogy, man. Like, from start to finish, it was a great game, great adventure. And it was, like, you know, like, the start of that, like, kind of trend of just, like, people trying to create, like, that Nathan Drake game. Because, like, Tomb Raider kind of, like, tried to do it, too, and everything like that. So I kind of, like, you know, from start to finish, I think it was great game quality. I tried it, Undefeated. Probably the best story out of all of them. Um. I just, you know, like the whole action aspect of the game. You know, how they have, like, these, like, little, like, scenes sometimes. Nathan Drake falling out the plane or, like, the train. The train mission in Uncharted 2 is undefeated. Like, one of my favorite missions in any other video game. So, like, yeah. overall, like, I feel like that game, from like, the trilogy itself from start to finish, like, in my opinion, like, high 9 to, like, 10 out of 10. Like, kind of, like, quality content that you get playing Uncharted
0: okay okay I like that um yeah. uncharted is up there for sure <clears throat> my the only problem I've ever had with uncharted funny enough and it's I think it was really only a problem in the first two games so I think they might have ironed it out in three and four and so on but the shooting always felt off like the oh, yeah. like the reticle like is like you see the dude aiming this way but like the way the camera I don't know it just it's just always off centered in a bad way. <clears throat> and I don't know why they couldn't figure that out, because, like, what, that game came out, well, the first one came out after like, Gears of War, right? Yeah. And Gears of War had, like, in my opinion, perfected, like, the third-person shooter type of thing. Like, why couldn't you have just gotten, I don't know, something about the alignment of it was just always off, but other than that, game was amazing. Fantastic story. The <clears throat> Like, the action scenes of, like, running for your life, Indiana Jones style stuff was just, like, Mm, chef's kiss so yeah. yeah and supposedly we're gonna be getting some some more uncharted stuff at some point in time i think they uh-huh. they talked about well they just recently like remade um or remastered the first game i thought it was more than that didn't they just package it together for ps5 or something
1: it was um the lost legacy collection with four okay. and um the lost legacy lost game.
0: got it okay yeah, yeah.
1: I still got to beat The Lost Legacy. I just haven't gotten to it yet, but...
0: That's co-op, though, right?
1: I don't think it is. Honestly. If it is, I mean, if... It, uh, I think I mean, it I is. It.
0: <laughs> yeah, if, if it is, uh yeah, we should get on that, but... All right, yeah, good answer, though. Uncharted. <laughs> good series. Um, yeah, you said Gears of War 3, and I'm like, maybe... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I, was, <laughs> yeah, I was i was thinking about it yo gears gears, gears is up there that's a that's definitely like what an true? honorable honorable mention
1: Christmas. Christmas. Um, that shit was crazy
0: facts facts yeah the first three gears of war games were just out of this world um awesome man i, I want to see i want to see the end of that trilogy too man yeah yeah the the the, the new one the, the second trilogy I just want to see what they're going to do with, with Unreal Engine 5. I mean, we talked about it a couple episodes ago, like, but, yeah, You better
1: see that this year in the showcase. Yeah. Like, if They
0: have some of Gears of War. I think that game's a ways out, but I would love a tease, like a little graphical tease, something. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, Gears of War definitely got to get an honorable mention. Um <sighs> if, if Bioshock <laughs> 2 wasn't complete ass- <laughs> I would, I, that would probably be my answer right now But I'm going to go with something a little, uh, little Unconventional I suppose okay, okay. So This has to be I, I'm thinking about it Yeah no I, I think I can confidently say this This has to be like my favorite Superhero Franchise right wow. now
1: I think I know what
0: you saying So the Arkham series is absolutely uh... Phenomenal um, I yes. was thinking about it for a second. I'm like, yo, Spider-Man games are really good, but like, yo, the, the Arkham games, the way those made me feel, like from the very first one, the detective work that was going on with it, um, you know, like trying to track down Joker and all that different stuff, all the way up to, you know, Arkham Knight being in a big-ass open world, driving the Batmobile, flying around, doing all types of crazy stuff, interacting with damn near the whole gallery of Batman villains. Uh, mm. Literally the, the rogue gallery of Batman villains. That game was fantastic too. So yeah, I mean, literally every single game I've I've fallen in love with, played from start to finish in that Arkham series. So for me, that's probably the best trilogy I can think of. Um, Yeah. Yeah, origins don't count. Yeah, origins don't count. That don't count. That's not really part of the you know.
1: I haven't played it, but like I I know it's like a prequel. Yeah.
0: It's it's not bad. It's fine. It's all right, but it's not you know it's not the core Arkham games for sure. And yeah. then uh I mean hopefully they with the, the Gotham Knights thing, you know, they really build upon that. Obviously it's it's gonna be its own thing, but it's still, you know, the same. I'm yeah. sure they're gonna be using some of the same mechanics, probably the <laughs> same engine for fighting styles and whatnot. But if you can build upon that, add co-op and like not focus as much on Batman, me be out here, you know, fucking up people <laughs> with Nightwing, I'm here for that. So
1: I'm not gonna lie though, like I know this is like completely off topic, but I remember seeing um like this week a video on the the matrix like demo somebody like modded it to like have Superman in it yes I and saw that looks so yes. good and I'm just like yo we have the tools
0: yo yes. come on we
1: need a Superman game like <laughs> a good quality one too
0: bro and the way he the way the guy was explaining it in the in the post it didn't seem like it took mm-hmm. him a lot of effort to to pull that together so like mm-hmm. Joe Schmo could go off the street and do something like that and that's the thing we were talking about with uh with Unreal Engine a couple weeks ago was a lot of these templates are there. They're ready to go. Like that whole matrix city is any developer can go in right now and take that and, and like use that as a baseline for whatever game is that they're making. So, you know, mm-hmm. you just change up some of the buildings, change up the, the color scaling. So it's not as um, like green <laughs> to be all matrixy and whatnot. Yeah. You add more color in there. You could, I mean that, that looked kind of like Metropolis. Like if you, if you didn't know that it was you yeah. know from the matrix thing, you throw in the David Planet there somewhere, boom, you got yourself Metropolis right there. So, you know, hopefully these developers, you know, crank out some games like that a lot quicker. It'd be nice. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, man, Chris, again, great question. Um, we're going to move on to, to our main topics here, talking about some more games for sure. Uh, so the first one. This is this is going to be Manny's specialty, so I'm going to let him really you know take the wheel after this. But we got a we got a nice little customization showcase from uh, Saints Row. They gave us a you know I think it was like roughly what a 25 30 minute um, presentation where they were showing off all these different customization aspects from the characters to the mm-hmm. the weapons to your vehicles even. Um, so Manny, you know, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about it here because I know you know this this is like one of your most anticipated games of the year, so. Let us know.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, probably one of the best game customizations I've ever seen. Like, seen the whole 20-minute presentation was crazy. Um, you know, pretty much customize everything from head to toe. You can literally even, like, you even get customized socks. You know what I'm saying? What kind of game <laughs> gives you customizable socks?
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, like, I think it's, like, one of the first I've ever seen, too, in a video game where they're talking about, like, an asymmetrical face where you can, like, customize one part of the face and make the other, like, part look completely different and it's just like make your character look very unique um not only that but just like i mean you can like make your care make your character's hair like multicolor and everything like that the eyes look wild of course as usual i mean pretty successful stuff that you see and what i really like about it too is like you can like make a rocket launcher like into like a guitar case you know what i'm saying like they should the weapon the weapon customization is wild in my opinion and like you know you can have an assault rifle that's like look like an umbrella kind of thing so it can be like the penguin as they like set in the showcase uh a pinata back kind of thing and everything like that i mean in my opinion just like one of the best customizations you ever see um layered clothing of course is back Gonna have like, you know, it's like this picture of article. Like this guy has galaxy skin. It's just like why? Um, even in the trailer too. Like they even show like somebody's character look like Shrek. (laughs) So like, like I really do like everything. I mean, in my opinion, it's just like from a video game right now. Like customization. This is probably like top quality stuff. Like even more than what we were promised at Cyberpunk. Uh, you know. Just to customize John Saint's HQ, the way you like it too, and everything like that. I, I really liked how they showed the vehicle customization. Um how you can make like certain upgrades and those upgrades give you like a special ability. Like for example you have like a wrecking ball and I know like you thinking it's like why are you gonna have a wrecking ball in a vehicle but like the way they showcased it, like using it like when you're getting chased by cops looks pretty dope. As well as like the injecto seat. The ejecto Bro, seat looks fine.
0: The cuz. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's so
1: much to talk about that, like, from the top of my head, it's, like, hard to, like, remember everything because there was so much that they discussed. But just, like, everything head had to toe, like, for character, vehicle, weapon is just amazing. Like, they even, like, showed the weapon customization, how you can, like, literally change every aspect of, like, every part of the gun, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want the trigger to, lick, like, one thing and then, like, the... I don't know gun talk like that but like you know what I'm saying like you can change pretty much everything however you like on the weapon and it's like so creative and like we already know like Saints Row itself the franchise like really has like a high customization ability pretty much but like this right here is like definitely taking it to the next level and it's like really good for like games like this like the future of it like if Saints Row is doing this now, I can't like imagine like what other customization you're able to do like in the future when, you know, like they come up with even more like ideas.
0: So this is definitely like, like top of the line right here. I would say, for sure, man. I, I love that they they kind of broke it down, you know, to to certain pillars, right? So it was like, so you obviously have your actual characters customization, you have the weapon customization, you have the car or vehicle customization, and then your actual headquarters, like. It's just cool to to have such a broad range of customization throughout the entire game to so really make yeah. the character your own, make like this whole experience your own. You know, I'm 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 sure that infusing these characters and these weapons and whatnot into your online world is going to be a big part of it too. But I love the 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 facial customization stuff. Like, uh, I think they had this one dude looking like a shit up vampire. You had like vampire teeth with blood mm-hmm. coming out your mouth and stuff. Um they were talking about like the like the like the body parts and whatnot, like you're not locked oh, yeah. into being like a specific gender or anything. So like they were showing it <laughs> in, in the actual customization thing, like you give your character boobs, but like you know, have like different genitalia and all this stuff. It was just hilarious, like the the mm-hmm. wide range of shit that you can do. But they didn't really go too much into the actual gameplay side of things, but just as you talked about the ejecto seat thing. Bro, it just looked mad fun to me to just like eject out of your car and like fucking paraglide through. Oh man. Y'all already know so smooth. I can't wait to test it out because
1: like it it's like flying, you know what I'm saying? You're just flying across the city pretty much with the paraglider, especially if you know how to use it. Like it's just a lot I know a lot of people are shitting on this game because it didn't look very safe rowish, but this like just the customization itself is definitely very safe rowish. Like, y'all can't tell me y'all didn't pop up, like, Saints Row 3 and run around with the purple uh, ding-dong. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, it's just... It's one of
0: those... (laughs) beating people up with the purple dildo, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: just, like... I don't know, man. Like, this right here is great Saints Row. And, And, like, even the aspect of, like, building your own criminal enterprise, like, I don't know if they said it in this video, but, like, you know, you can make your own enterprise however you want it. You could do, like... Every, everybody's world's going to be different kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, in one world, you can have, like, a certain organization in one spot, and somebody else can have a different organization in the same spot kind of thing, and, like, the way, like, everything interacts with each other in the end, and it's just, like, it's crazy to think how, like, in-depth this game really is, and I really think, like, like I said, I know a lot of people didn't like it at first when they saw the first trailer, but I think this game is definitely going to be a hitter, like... Yeah, man.
0: I think it just looks that's fun. It. That's That's, mm-hmm. like... You know, more than anything nowadays, like just you need a game to be fun, and uh, it looks like the Saints Row might be bringing that in, in droves. I'm, I want to see more about the actual gameplay, and the, the one little snippet that they brought in too, Chris. Before I want to get your obviously going to get your take on this too in a minute, but mm-hmm. the one thing that I thought was cool, they didn't flush out much of this, but they they mentioned that at some point within the next couple months or so, before the game comes out, we're gonna get like a separate character customization thing so we can like spend some time diving into making our character before the game comes out that way day one we could just jump in there do whatever it is we want to do so i'm looking mm-hmm. forward to seeing that but chris i know you're somebody who uh definitely loves customization i know i've seen you uh spend a number of hours customizing characters before you even start playing it i think you were doing that with cyberpunk too so what do you think about this customization stuff with saints row
2: Uh, excuse me, I'm always going to love my customization in video games. Do not get me twisted. However, I think over the last couple years, not saying that I'm not going to put hours into somebody in the future, because I probably will, but it's not like my pull to make me say that I want the game like that no more, if that makes sense. For sure. Mm -hmm. um, Will I get on a game's developers if they don't give you the basic things that they should be giving you in customization screens now? Yes, I, I will complain but there's just too many games that come out and they use this as one of their selling points and then you get the game later and it's not a good game. You know, like, I remember Anthem. I remember uh, Cyberpunk. I remember, um... There's a couple of them. uh, But those are two ones that, like, stick out heavily to me. A whole lot of customization and then they, they... Anthem even had a whole presentation for the customization, if I'm not mistaken where they went to all the little metal things that they had for you to customize your character with and they put all the wall paint and all. It, it's cool like but that, it's
0: like yeah, that was kind of a like in hindsight it's kind of a joke because yeah, how much can you really customize a, a mech like if you're not I don't know it was just like a lot of oh you could put this paint thing here you could do this like pattern here but like I don't know that shit was trash you know what I'm saying Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah it was just not it um, so, like, am I giving them props for what they're doing? Yes. Um, it's also one of those things where I, I've always kind of felt like Saints Row had too much customization. And I never thought I would say that in a video game. But there's some things in that game where I'm just like, why is this here? It's just here to be here. and Which is cool. It's The option is there. But then it's hard for me to sometimes look at some of the storylines that they want you to play through or the aesthetics of everything. And I'd be like, I, t- I can take this entirely serious. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think yeah, when, at when you,
0: any point in time you should be taking Saints Row seriously. I mean, yeah, but, just... yeah, that, that's my only, like,
2: really real gripe with it, man. Like, why is this, like, Shrek-looking dude in a Raptor co- costume trying to be a drug pin? Like, I, I'm just trying to understand what's going on, you know? But that 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 that's Saints Row. So, in some aspects, I think maybe it might be a little too much, but I'd rather have too much than too little. Um... Yeah, no, I, I, I'll end it with saying I think it's cool, but I ain't going to get too hype over it. I, th- that's about it. Even a lot of times, too, these games will make it seem as though the customization is crazy, and then you actually get into it, and it's not even that deep. Like
0: That's how uh, I felt about Cyberpunk. recent example,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. I, even Halo, man. Like, I'm looking at Halo right now with how they allow you to customize your Spartan and the way how the... Uh, I don't even know if you call them the cores, I think they're called, for the colors and all that, sh- mm-hmm. that shit. I, I hate that mechanic. I do not like how they have that set up in that game at all. Um, but when you looked at it from before the game released or whatever, it didn't seem like it was that bad. Mm-hmm. So it's it's, just, it's those things where it's like, it's cool and all, but, nah. you never really truly know what this stuff until you actually have it in your hand. For and sure. uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so for, because of that, I kind of capped myself in terms of my excitement for it. But yeah. it does
0: look cool. I'll say that. It does look cool. It's interesting, though, because for me with customization, it definitely, like, m- my enthusiasm around the customization features in a game varies dependent on the game, right? So, like, like it's funny you mentioned Halo. I don't give a shit about customiz- customizing my thing in Halo. Like, maybe, like, a, a cool-looking helmet... And then, like, I'll just make my guy blue because blue is my favorite color. You know, like, I, I'm pretty standard with that type of stuff because I feel like there's only so much you can really customize on a generic-looking Spartan. So, for me, those types of games, like, and even Anthem, too, it's like, I don't really care what my guy looks like. I just want to be the strongest, the most badass motherfucker in there. But in games like Saints Row or um, Grand Theft Auto, where, like, you're actually customizing the Literal look like of your character's face and that type of stuff. There, I tend to be a little bit more interested, and I may take like a couple more minutes to to go in and like customize this, customize that, customize like the shirt he's wearing, like make sure his drips right, all that different type of stuff. But generally, in most games, like like Call of Duty too, I don't give a shit about what skin I'm wearing in Call of Duty because yeah. the shit. It's it's like at some level, I'm not really going to be unique in that game like if i go get some skin in call of Duty, or if i go get like a certain helmet in halo like somebody else is going to have that because yeah. there's only a finite number of customizations. so at some point in time i'm going to run into somebody else who looks just like me but when you get into like these types of customization points where like the the way your face looks is very different and your hairstyle is very different and like there's a ridiculous amount of like shirts and shoes and so on like when the when the customizations are near infinite, that's when I tend to pay a little bit more attention because I feel like it really is me being a unique character. But Mm -hmm. some of those other games, man, fuck that. (laughs) I can care less. Yeah, I
1: definitely agree. Like, especially, like, the first-person shooters, like, all right, yeah, these skins are nice and all, and I know I tend to buy a lot of skins. You know, I'm I'm a victim. Just about to call you out. (laughs) You you Uh, are. Just about to call you out. But, like, in the end, you're not gonna see, like, the character skin, like, all the time, especially if you're playing a third-person game, unless you do, like, a finisher or whatever. So, like... It, it, like it doesn't make sense for those games, but like you know, when you get a game like Saints Row, I feel like it is like a big part of it, like that you kind of need to have like a decent customization, just for the simple fact that it is like, especially like their model in this game is like build your own criminal enterprise. You know what I'm saying? They want you to build it the way you like it. So I feel like customization is definitely kind of like an important aspect of this game.
0: For sure, for sure. I'm I'm hoping that you know just just to kind of cap the Saints Road conversation. You know. To to Chris's point, customization it matters, but I'll, at mm. the end of the day, like you know, if the game is not popping, it doesn't matter. I really want to see more of the gameplay. Like I, <laughs> I'm hoping we get like some sort of a beta or something, and and they also like really flesh out some sort of an online world, like a like an MMO style thing, like their version of GTA Online. Like I want to see that, and it doesn't have to come day one. I don't I don't think that's fair necessarily, especially if they have you know, a good game that they they have flushed out that they want to present to you off the bat. I'm okay with them giving us that first, but at some point in time, I do want to see like a an MMO where me having a very unique character matters even more, where I'm interacting with other people and things like that. So I'm hoping... They, they didn't say this outright, but it, it kind of seemed like this is probably... This, this showcase that happened last week is probably the start of maybe something we may see every month or so, kind of like what Cyberpunk did and, you know, a couple other... Uh, game developers have been doing like mm-hmm. giving you little bits and pieces of the game, which I do like. Um, so I, you know, I'm hoping developers continue with that type of thing. But I'm hoping that we get quality features in this game, like things that really going to get me excited. Uh, I think the game's coming out in August, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Got pushed back, so you know, things that they, that make me want to play the game in August. And I, I'm really, really, really hoping for some sort of a beta. So mm-hmm. we shall see. Definitely. Yeah, but um, but pivoting over to our other main story of this week. Uh really just kind of I think this, this story just popped up yesterday, um, if I'm not mistaken. But this this is kind of crazy to think about. So Ubisoft is apparently going through some some interesting trouble. Uh, you know, I think I think we all have, have talked about and lamented about the fact that Ubisoft's been kind of unor- uh, sorry, unoriginal in some of their games recently. Um, you know, like the the reception on a lot of their games have, hasn't been going particularly well. Like that X Defiant game when it first got announced, a lot of people were shitting on that. Although apparently the there's been some um, closed betas that have come out and people who've played the game actually do think it's better than it looks. So that's that's something that's good. But, you know, I'm, I'm constantly here talking about how much I want a Splinter Cell game. I feel like Ubisoft's been slacking on us with Splinter Cell yeah. stuff. Um, Assassin's Creed stuff has been going through some development hell. Um, You know, Ubisoft's also been going through a lot of uh, sexual assault allegations, too, similar to what was going on at Activision. So looking at all of those things in the scope, apparently it looks like Ubisoft is getting ready to put themselves up for purchase. Um, Now, this story actually came out from Bloomberg initially, and Kotaku kind of went through and extended more of the conversation around Um, This through their sources saying that it looks like it's inevitable that that based on all the trouble that Ubisoft's going through, it's very likely that they're going to try to get bought by either a private equity firm or, you know, some other company who may be trying to, you know, uh, acquire them like uh, like a Microsoft or Sony, although I really don't think that's going to happen like in like Mm -hmm. a Microsoft or Sony situation. I think Microsoft's in an interesting situation with Activision already, and I think Sony can't afford them. Yeah. But, makes sense. Yeah. But it's still pretty crazy nonetheless. Um <clears throat> uh, it looks one of the things that Bloomberg in particular was saying was that Ubisoft has already gone ahead and started hiring uh consulting firms to kind of get their books in order. And one of the things that they mentioned was that a lot of the time when companies do that, sometimes they're they're really trying to get their books in order to figure out how to make more profit. But more often than not, it's because they want to get themselves in a, a cleaner position to be acquired by a company. So, uh, you know, I guess that my first question is, what do you guys think about this? Is this, do you think this is a good thing as a gamer? You know, like, are you, are you satisfied with the the quality that Ubisoft's been putting out recently? Do you think another hand in the pot or, you know, someone at the top may increase their work or do you think they're going to turn into like just a, a money-making cow, like, uh, like what Activision was before they got purchased. So, uh Chris, I'm going to start with you on this one. What do you think? Um how do I feel about this whole situation? Um
2: hmm. Kind of weird cuz I kind of I feel like I'm 50/50 on it, but I'm not going to lie. I, Ubisoft's games recently in my opinion, they they they've been kind of mid. You know, I don't. I don't know any games that they've come out with in the last five years. That's like, yo, that's a bona fide hitter. You know, sequel, original title, whatever it is. I, I, I can't think of one. Like, not one. That's something on top of the fact that uh, they got all the bullshit going on with the allegations and all this stuff. Yeah, it looks like it's definitely a mess. Um, you know, and it's crazy because they have some crazy good IPs under their umbrella, it's just I don't really think they're doing anything with any of them and they're not being innovative with any of these IPs either and like taking some of them and doing new things with some of them, Mm -hmm. so if I'm being 100% real, I never, when I heard this I didn't expect it to be like a Microsoft uh, Sony thing in terms of acquisition but I can 120% see an Amazon coming in and just buying them or something like that and then taking everything they've
0: got and kind of you know what I'm saying? See, that's bad. I think, oh, that's you bad. Think that's man. bad. Yeah, I I'm gonna let you finish your thought. And I'll I'll t- I'll tell you why I think it's bad in a little bit. Yeah, Okay.
2: Um. Yeah. No. I I just I see it happening that way.
0: Because in my opinion, I
2: kind of feel like Amazon's just been waiting for one of these uh, companies to kind of like want to be sold, mm-hmm. and they haven't really been able to like dig into the pie like how you know Microsoft and Sony have been in the last few months. So mm-hmm. I, I I feel like they have just been waiting. They're like, Yo, could somebody be? Up oh, for sale, please, so we can buy you all. Please. Um, I don't know if it would be a good or bad thing if somebody like Amazon gets it this because I don't know what they're going to do with it afterwards. I, I really, really don't know. But can I see potential in the acquisition? Absolutely. Can I see bus potential in the acquisition? Absolutely. It, it's kind of one of those things where I don't really see like, the, the light fully at the end of the tunnel, but I know Amazon has enough resources or like even, I don't know, Netflix or one of those companies that I know is trying to get to the gaming scene on a real note. Mm-hmm. They have the resources, so it's like it really depends on what they do and if they make the right moves after they do it, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, I'm very 50-50 on it, man. Like, very 50-50. But I do think it's necessary because Ubisoft by themselves is doing what they want to do. doesn't seem like it's, like, moving forward in any good. kind of way. They need so, it, to something position. needed to happen. Yeah, so, uh, we'll, see.
0: we'll see. What I, what I would love what I think is that ideal situation. And I think it actually is, it's, it's possible that it would happen too. I would love if Microsoft and Sony or Microsoft or Sony, whatever um, gave like, let's say a billion dollar investment into Ubisoft and helped them to get their profits. Right. They took that as an opportunity to hire a new president or a new CEO. And this completely changed the way they do things and like have like an actual investment from, from someone else, I don't want to see them get bought by an Amazon because I don't know what Amazon's going to do. And I think the worst case scenario, and when I say I don't know what Amazon's gonna do, I specifically mean I don't know what Amazon's going to do about releasing games like Ubisoft games still gonna be on Xbox and PlayStation and so on and so forth. Like Amazon could very well say no more multi-platform stuff, everything's gonna be on Luna, and that's horrible. That's an absolutely horrible thing for gamers. Now, would it make good business sense to do that? Probably not, because Luna, there aren't really many Luna devices out there, like Luna subscriptions out there. But this could be, like, imagine if you can only play the next Assassin's Creed with, like, Amazon Luna or whatever. Yeah, somebody will buy it. You know, like, that'll move. That'll move things, you know? Or, like, all the, the whole Tom Clancy franchise, the only place you could get that now is Amazon. And, and yeah. yeah. And Amazon, you know, they have a, a partnership with, with uh, Ubisoft and it seems like the Tom Clancy estate as it is because they've made um, like a couple movies and TV shows related to Tom Clancy characters. So it's possible that like that might be something that Ubisoft's looking to dip their hand in. I just don't know if that's something that as a gamer I want. Like, do mm-hmm. I think the quality may improve? I think it probably would or, with Amazon at the helm, like steering the ship and telling them do this, don't do this, so on and so forth. Mm mm-hmm my only problem is if 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 i can't play that on my xbox i'm going to be sad <laughs> i'm going to yeah. i'm more than sad i'm going to be pissed so Fair i I'm, I'm not looking for that at all um but the other side of that coin too one thing that i would love to see i don't think it'll happen but if ubisoft wants to remain independent but like wants to shed some of these cuz they have a too many ips i feel like at this point and they're not utilizing all of them when they need to be you know like the uh, the shovelware that comes out that's like far cry uh was six it was the last one like mm-hmm. that one there's no way that that hit expectations the way that ubisoft was looking yeah, for no um you know uh john carlos esposito like yeah he's great and all but like that game was just another far cry game you know it was more of the same um, You know, Watch Dogs, amazing oh, franchise, yeah. very first Watch Dogs. So good, man. Even even still like that game. It's not like blowing my socks off or anything like that. But the, the latest one that they came out with um, Legion, mm-hmm. it's a pretty damn good game. It, it They just need some refinements and like to really lean into it a lot more. And that could be that could be like something big. But, you know, it's just like you look at all these different properties. If They could shed some of these. Like let's say they got rid of the entire Tom Clancy estate, right? That that's got to be worth 5 billion or something like that, right? Like being able to to make Tom Clancy games exclusively. I would love to see Microsoft get it and give all those extra sister studios that were making Call of Duty games give them those properties. Imagine Sledgehammer making the next Ghost Recon and then um who's who's the other one? Treyarch making Rainbow Six and like like boom, these sure. these dudes that know how to make like army games, first person shooters, whatever, what have you, like you you literally like Activision took their whole fucking studio and just made them make Call of Duty games, right? Like instead, just let, let Infinity War focus on uh Call of Duty. I think what was the other one? Um Oh my God, Ravencroft! I think it is. Whichever studios, yeah, Raven. Let them focus on uh, Warzone or whatever extension of it you plan on making, and then let like Treyarch, Sledgehammer. uh, I mean, I don't know, Toys for Bob. I think you should let them go back to making uh, Crash Bandicoot. But you know, like all those other studios, like just have them working on fucking Tom Clancy games. That would be mm, that'd be great. But I ain't mad at you. That's that's hey, yeah, yeah. I, I think worst I case scenario, if anything, would be Google buying them because uh, yeah, Ooh,
2: now that's bad, that's bad, <laughs> it's very bad, that's an oh, absolute worst case scenario. That is horrible. Oh my god, they're still kicking. I thought they were giving up. I thought Stadio took an L, and they was like,
0: I mean, I, I'm ow. that's just it's just me saying like that. I think that would be the worst case scenario. I don't think they're necessarily in the game and the hunt or anything like that, but that would be like worst case scenario to me because. Ooh. Google doesn't really know what they're doing with the game. Yeah, that'd be bad, man. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Tom
2: Clancy after that.
0: But I think them selling off some of those properties and and getting back to it, like if if you if they got rid of the, that whole Tom Clancy stuff, right? They could focus on going back to like Prince of Persia and like all those other games mm-hmm. that people really wanted to see. Man, oh. alas, we'll see. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, Such waste of potential when it's
1: like. Man, no, like potential. we even see, we see how long it takes for him to like even start this uh, Splinter Cell reboot. Like it shouldn't have taken like over ten yeah, years since we've true. seen the last Splinter Cell game to get another one. But yeah, I know we've seen them in DLCs and everything like that for like Ghost Recon or like even like you've seen like some Echelon in Rainbow Six. But like it's still not enough because you know it's I feel like it's one of those games that kind of like made Ubisoft what it is today.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, hell yeah, sure. so. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean I, I i think it is about time that like you know, Ubisoft like does like you said, like Denzel said, like you know, either get bought out or I would you know recommend Microsoft's Game Pass, but <laughs> um you know, like just to like expand itself so that it's not like confined it all in one space, but like you have other studios like Denzel said, to you know, like share everything, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's like 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 you said, just too much IPs in one studio that needs to be like utilized that it hasn't been. So yeah, man. And,
0: and if I'm if I'm Microsoft and I'm trying to like acquire more studios, but now that we have all this stuff going on with Activision, like I want to be strategic about it now. Like I'm mm-hmm. just gonna go buy IPs. Like if I could if I could talk Ubisoft into selling me the, the all those Tom Clancy IPs, five billion dollars, ten billion dollars, whatever it has to come out to, because mm-hmm. that that. That garners less scrutiny than buying out a big ass, you know, sixty-nine million dollar company and having the FTC look at this and that and you gotta, like buying IPs is a different story entirely, right? Like it mm-hmm. comes with less, less uh, government oversight. It, it it would appear, and you could, oh man, just th- thinking about the idea of bringing Splinter Cell home, bringing that home to Xbox, man. Uh, just having, oh, man, I can't even. I can't talk about this no more, guys, because I'm getting freaking emotional. I need Splinter Cell back in my life, and I need Ubisoft to clean up their act because they're really fucking up. Because now, now it's gotten to the point where it's like, all right, yeah, I want a Splinter Cell game, but do I want Ubisoft to be making that Splinter Cell game? Or at least the Ubisoft of 2022 making that game? I don't know. I don't know. So. Yeah man you got anything else to add man any any what what do you want to see happen with ubisoft do you want to see them remain independent do you want to see them get bought like what's up
1: i think it is the best option for them to get bought sadly i don't think you know with the productions of like the last couple of years even like x defying and like everybody thought like that game like you know didn't look good even though you did say close beta people has been saying it's been good mm-hmm. i mean you look at other games like um I can't even think of the name. The game, the the, the bike, you know, snowboarding, that game? What, oh, Riders Republic? Yeah, Riders Republic, like, that game, you know what I'm saying? Like, like games like those, like, you know, it's, like, those are, like, decent games. But, like, the problem is, is, like, I think what happens is, it's just, like, you release these games at the wrong time. And their marketing strategy is, like been pretty like mid too because like i feel like you know those games like Riders republic hasn't been like advertised as much except for on the showcase so like they need to do a better job with marketing and they need to do a better job with like taking their time with the ips and like you know like like chris said like the last couple years everything just has been mid ghost recon has been pretty terrible with the way it just has been honestly um you know, Rainbow Six Siege is like pretty much the only one that's like kind of holding them tight in Assassin's Creed, but even Assassin's Creed hasn't been really the greatest either.
0: Yeah. So although there it. was there's this rumor that about um Assassin's Creed Nexus, it's like a VR game. And uh like mm. I guess today, or not today, two days ago, um like video leaked of of the concept, like in somebody like playing it in VR. I'm like, yeah, I kinda wanna play that. Like, it seems kind of cool, like the idea of being in VR, in the Animus. And, mm-hmm. like, apparently you can go, like, relive like, different um uh, like, points in history. Like, go to Ezio's time, and uh, Altair, and so on and so forth. So... That's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that That could be a hitter if they lean into that. That might be one of those things that could save Ubisoft. If they actually, like, made a couple VR games like, like quicker... Hitter VR games that that sell a lot, but I don't know. I still want to see the, the bigger. Ugh. I
1: don't uh, know. It's like I said. It's just like they're they're just not doing a good job of like the way they're bringing out things. Like I mean, yeah, they have like some games like Avatar coming out, and then like I know the Mario and rabbits thing, but like it's, it's just like I feel like what they have now is just not it. Unless you're like a heavy siege player, or Whatever, because like, I mean, games like Riders Republic, like that game, you know, a couple of weeks into its releasing dropped down half price just because, like, how bad it sold. And even like Rainbow Six Extraction, like, without it being on Game Pass, that game probably wouldn't have been, like, yeah. as relevant as it is, like, now. And even now,
0: it's like the game's kind of dead. I haven't heard anything it's from it. So. game is absolutely dead. But to be fair, <laughs> those are those are two very different games. They're bad. Like, what? Well, Extraction is bad. Riders mm-hmm. Republic is a good game. I just don't think they marketed it well. Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, I mean, like, like I said, if it goes to Microsoft, Game Pass can save them. <laughs> so at least... It's true. Yeah. yeah. Either that or, like, you know, Ubisoft, they say they're trying to do more live service, and PlayStation specifically bought Bungie, Bungie. And you know, Bungie's helping them with life service, and we've seen like Sony has a game plan for their live service. I think they said like ten of them are supposed to come out eventually.
0: So, you know, maybe that can help them with their live service games too. I I think I honestly wouldn't be mad if if Sony bought them and treated them the same way they're treating Bungie. I just don't <laughs> foresee them having that kind of money on hand. Like, yeah. so so I I'll, I'll end it with this question, right? Because because we're going a little bit over, but. Um, if Activision sold for 70 million, right? I'm oh, sorry. 70 billion. Was it million? Billion? Billion. Billion. Yeah, yes. obviously. Billion. B- okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's not million doesn't sound as much. 70 billion. Um, And what? Bungie sold for, what is it? 6 70 billion? 7.4. 7.6. Oh, okay. I thought it was 3 point something, though. Let's verify. Yeah. Hold on. What's uh, 3.6 yeah, 3. 3. 6. billion. 3.6 billion. All right. So, so with that range in mind, what do you think each of you, give you, a, you know, each of you give a answer here. What do you think Ubisoft would be worth? So, maybe I'll we'll start with you.
1: Mm, definitely not as much as Activision. i would say maybe
0: like 30 billion tops. Okay, 30 billion. All right, Chris, what about you? What you thinking?
2: I don't think it's 30 billion. I think that's too high. Um Really?
0: Yeah, that's
1: why I said tops.
2: Uh, uh, for me, it's... Shit. I'm flowing around maybe 10. Wow. Maybe 10 to 15. Like, also, uh, 20 to 30. If I'm being real, right, But and I only say this because of some of the heavyweight stuff that they have holding them up, like Siege and stuff, but, like, I'm not going to say an act like they're Activision or any of these shit. Like Activision has games out right now that are undeniable. Even even the, with the quality of COD games that come out every year, people will buy them shits like hotcakes. Like it's, we never have to worry about Activision bringing in numbers and shit like that. That's not a question. Ubisoft, on the other hand, not saying that they don't sell games, but we're not out here talking about Ubisoft got shit flying off the shelves like that. They, they don't got that. Mm-hmm. So it's like... I, I, they, it's like you're paying for the IPs in my opinion for the most part yeah yeah, I, <laughs> I would have to say it's floating around 10 to 15 in my my opinion I can't see it being because I don't see how Ubisoft is doing so 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 much better than Bungie to the point where you can multiply that tag by 10?
0: Bruh. 3, 3.6 to 30? bruh hold on time out time out time out time out time out time out, time out. Time out. I know you're a Destiny fan here bro but come on now Destiny we're talking Destiny versus I'm not even
2: talking that. I'm just talking Bungie in general like how they got bought for
0: 3.6 So I'm supposed to believe we're going to triple that cost for Ubisoft? Absolutely. Bro, cuz we're we're, th- about we're thinking about the IPs we're talking yeah. about here. Like I put it to you like this. The the IP of the, like I was saying before, of the um the Tom Clancy stuff, that's worth probably three times more than Bungie alone. Mm-hmm. That's an easy $10 billion purchase, in my opinion, right? So then you factor in Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, uh, Beyond Good and Evil, like all, all the other random, stupid things that rabbits, um, like all the random stupid things that Ubisoft has going on. I would I would definitely say, like, I think man, you nailed it with the 30 billion. I think that would be an accurate understanding of where it would come out to. That makes the mm-hmm. most sense to me.
1: Yeah. Because, like, Bungie, right now, all they have is Destiny. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I know you guys said there's, like, another game they're working on or whatever. I mean, like, before they worked on Halo, but, like, that's Microsoft's property now. So, like, it's just one of those things where, like, Bungie only has Destiny. And then, like, like Denzel said, Ubisoft just has a plethora of, like, content that, like, and paper like would be great if used properly that's
2: where i'm getting at with it because to me it's like we're talking about it on paper in a sense it's not like if they acquired ubisoft like they just have all this stuff that's ready to go that they can just lean on they have ips but they still have to do shit with the ips you know what i'm saying it's like the profitable we're talking about potential profit with them it's not like oh this acquisition is going to happen and i know all this money is coming in afterwards i can't say that so that's why i was like I, I get what you all are saying. Maybe my assessment was off. But I still have a hard time saying 30 billion. That's that's a lot. I'm like I
0: I think 30 billion I think it's is fair. easy. That's yeah, easy. I, I Cuz you think about alone. Think about alone uh just dance. That's a property that that Didn't none of none of, none of us are going to play, but that moved numbers. Like like that was in the, the same way we used to be like every year called the best selling game, right? Like, number two was always Just Dance when they were pump, pumping out those games. Like, mm-hmm. you could make another Just Dance game and put it on Switch and put it in VR. and do, Like, the properties are there. They have a ton of properties. So, again, like, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, Just Dance, Prince of Persia, um, The Rabbids, Rayman, the whole Tom Clancy series, Watch Dogs. Like, mm-hmm. they got properties, bro. Like It just feels like
2: they're all dormant to me, in a sense, man. I, I, and that's why absolutely. I'm like... Uh,
0: Absolutely, but that's, totally that's like, a yeah. lot. That's a lot of why yeah. Microsoft paid as much as they paid for Activision. Though Activision has a fuck ton of dormant franchises, but they're still worth a lot of money. Like uh, people are constantly talking about Metal Gear Solid being a thing that, that um, Konami should sell the IP like rights off to. That's worth money. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Like even if even if we haven't had a Metal Gear Solid game in years, that name moves units alone. So then, like, even if you make a bad, like, uh, let's let's put, um, I don't know, let's take Halo for example, right? Like, the Halo TV show is an example. That name it has brand recognition. Brand recognition, it matters, obviously. That TV show, the first couple episodes were meh, but a ton of people tuned in. Like, it, I don't, I don't think it broke a record, but I remember them talking about like it having a high um, viewer turnout on Paramount Plus, like the. The first couple episodes weren't that good, but it gets people in the door, the name gets people in the door. So now if you're taking like uh I don't know. Uh, let's let's just take Splinter Cell for example with me, right? Like I just said, I don't I don't trust Ubisoft to make a Splinter Cell game, but I love Splinter Cell. So if it comes out, I'm going to still buy it even though I don't know if I fully trust Ubisoft right now. So you have all these other IPs that that Ubisoft's sitting on. I don't know, man, like if, if I'm an Amazon or a Google or, you know, somebody else who really wants to be in the gaming industry or whatever, I'm looking at those French. I'm not looking at the success that they've had or haven't had, because to be quite honest with you, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to I'm going to change the way everything works when I buy them. What I care about is the, these IPs. So if these IPs are worth something and they're good and people want them. People are claiming from them then I'm going to buy this company and change the way that they do things so that they can be more profitable. I think that's where the value of the company lies. It's not necessarily in the developers and how they're doing right now. It's Mm -hmm. in the, it's in the IPs like that call of duty is the reason why Microsoft bought Activision, right? Like that's, Mm -hmm. we can all agree. That's like the, the biggest IP that exists out there. They don't necessarily care about how well, infinity ward is doing right now or active um Treyarch's doing right now they care about call of duty is a brand that we can really do something with and if we feel like the development of it isn't going well we can hire people who are going to develop it better but at the end of the day it's still call of duty so that's why i think like ubisoft is worth that 30 billion million dollar mark like i honestly i think uh, now bungie is kind of a different side of that right i think if if destiny was a little bit more popular that game would Uh, the, the company would have sold for more money I do think that the developers at Bungie are way better than the developers at Ubisoft but that brand is just very different place right now those brands are just it's completely different so I understand why you why you're like you're valuing it the way you're valuing it I just think the brand is everything at the end of the day
2: yeah I guess my only pushback on that is uh especially with the Activision thing Like, Call of Duty is actively still doing those numbers and shit like that. You know what I mean? That's my only pushback with it. Whereas, not saying that if a Just Dance game comes out that it might not catch people's eyes, but there is a chance that it may... It's been a minute, man. Like, that game would have to come out and be fire. Fire as fuck. Because, like, (laughs) if it's not, then it's like you brought back a franchise and it, it didn't even work. You know what I mean? And the same thing with Dead Space and a lot of these other games that are coming out. You can't bring these games back and they don't hit. You know, that that doesn't make any kind of sense at all. So all, I, all I'm saying is like when they acquired Activision, there was already stuff that you can actively look at right now and say, alright, we already know where some of our profits are coming from off RIP, yeah. because you have stuff actively going right now. Ubisoft is literally like, you're like, you're buying it, and yes, they their IPs are heavyweights, but you literally gotta go into that with like a hard hat, because you, you, you're going in there and kind of breaking down some walls and reconstructing everything, and that might not always go 100% how it's supposed to go. So that, I guess that's where my mind was with it. It was just like, damn, they got a lot of good shit, but all of these IPs are asleep.
0: All of them. But, you know what I mean? Like, none of them are really doing much. But the last thing I'll say about it, though, real quick, those hmm. IPs that we're talking about at are sleep, the, the previous iterations of those games... Like, okay, put it like this. The reason why they stopped making those games isn't because they weren't selling. Like, Just Dance was... Sp- moving units and then they just decided to reallocate resources it's the same thing as um and and phil spencer kind of mentioned it too and bobby kotick also mentioned it with activision guitar hero like guitar hero is probably the closest equivalent to like just dance on ubisoft side of things (laughs) guitar hero is pulling numbers bro and there's the only reason that they stopped doing it was because of like the the production side of like building equipment and things like that. But it wasn't like that wasn't profitable. They just stopped doing it. So now that's why like one of the first things that Kodak said and, and Phil Spencer said was like, we're we're looking at Guitar Hero because they know they can make money off of that. They just, for whatever reason, Activision just decided to put it on the back burner. Same thing mm-hmm. probably with, with Ubisoft. And there's less overhead in building a uh, Just Dance game in comparison to, to building Guitar Hero because you don't have to make peripherals and all that stuff. So like, if, if if you're a company with a vision and you have the resources to to build out, you know, more of these franchises and whatnot, you're looking at those brands and being like, yo, this is it. But I do agree with what you're saying around, OK, I know if I buy this company right now and they're already pulling X amount of numbers, then, you know, I, I know that this is how much profit I can expect from day one. But to also understand that those brands really mean something and like you can make a lot of money off of that stuff down the road. I, I don't know. I think it's also uh-huh. a different story. So. Mm-hmm. we'll see how it plays out. I mean obviously everything's inflated too right now with uh the fact yeah. that you know <laughs> all these different companies are getting bought out, and obviously just the nature of how you know inflation's working right now too so I think thirty mil thirty billion is very much a possibility. I do not even
2: think about inflation when it comes to that. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, so, inflation wallet right
0: now, bro. Yeah. Inflation is <laughs> a different different plane right now. So we'll see mm-hmm. where all that stuff shakes out. I mean, obviously their stock is is getting pummeled right now, and I think, I think thirty billion might be a st- <clears throat> let's say let's say it drops down to twenty five billion, that might be a steal for a company, you know, trying to come in and take advantage of the fact that they're kind of fledgling right now. So. We'll see where they mm-hmm. land on it. Um, you know, I, I feel like we never really hear of companies being acquired like this until they actually do get acquired. So uh, part of me is yeah. taking this with a grain of salt that maybe this story leaked out so that the stock price can go up a little bit and save them from from the fall that they're taking. But who knows, man? Um, I do know that I want to see more from Activision, or sorry, not Activision, Ubisoft. <laughs> I do want to see. see more from them one way or another, maybe a change in leadership and whatnot. But um, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. But guys, I think we'll leave it there for now. Uh, great conversation on all this stuff, you know. Um, thank you guys again for watching. As always, if you guys want to, you know, let us know what you guys think about this whole situation. If if you think Ubisoft is better off getting bought, or who you think could buy him, what you know, company would be better off with this IP, that IP, you know, you know what to do. Let us know in the comment section down below. Hit us up on Twitter at XPackPod. Um, I think that's it for now guys we'll check you guys out next week you guys already know socials are down below so make sure to hit us up on there as well check you guys out next week though thank you for watching and listening peace